Peace and welcome to Chant Hacks, where we discuss Gregorian chant and classical polyphony, and how to get you singing it well sooner rather than later. With Mark Emerson Donnelly. As I've been preparing these first few episodes, I realized that each subject of chant hacks is pretty detailed. So uh, I'll just try and do my best on staying right down the middle. And if you think I need to get more detailed or less detailed, let me know in the comments. This first episode is a presentation of my organum of the Ave Regina Celorum. Uh, before I get started on that, I thought maybe uh, it would be good to define the different kinds of performances that we have with regards to singing by yourself, singing the same thing with other people, and singing along with the other people, but on different parts. So the first kind of singing, which is a solo singing, is called monody. It comes from the... Uh, ancient Greek, mono ode, which is a, a solo song or solo poem. Um, so we get monody. And that's basically what, uh, whenever you're singing by yourself, whether you're singing a song or like, for instance, at the beginning of our chant hacks uh, introduction, where the cantor sings Jubilate on his own. So that's called monody. It's followed up by something called monophony. And monophony is when you have more than one person singing the same thing. So that's what happens, uh, that's what's happening when the monks uh, follow after the, uh, the inchipede or the beginning of the chant. So the, the cantor sings Jubilate, and then the choir sings Deo Universa Terra. Now, we can have a, th a second kind of monophony. By the way, monophony comes from monophonos, which means one sound. And it means the same thing as uh, the, the Latin root word, which is unisonus, or one sound, unison. Uh, they mean the same thing, one sound. Now, we have two different kinds of one sound. We can have uh, all lower voices, as in the uh, omnis terra, and also the, we can have uh, higher voices altogether. But we also have, so those, you would call those absolute unisons because all the voices are low or all the voices are high. We can have another kind of unison, which can be called a choral unison, where you have uh, 
treble or high voices, and bass or low voices singing together. They're both singing the same line, but they're not singing in the same octave. So uh, an example of this would be a hymn that I wrote a few years ago to the text of Forgive Our Sins As We Forgive. So you can see that the the ladies are singing forgive our sins and the men are singing forgive our sins but they're both singing the same melody forgive our sins forgive our sins but when they sing together, it, we, we say it sounds like they're singing the same thing. Even though we know one is high and one is low. Okay? But they're singing the same, they're singing the same melody or the same melodic line, the same musical line. Okay? Now we have another kind of singing together, which is where different lines are being sung. But they're all moving at the same time. This is called homophony or homophonus, which means like sound. Not one sound, but like sound. Okay? So they're, they're sounding, it, it means they're sounding at the same time. Okay? An example of this, again, I'll use the forgive our sins, where in verse 2, the choir then sings in parts. But they're all moving at the same time. So to recap, what do we have? We have monody, which is a singer singing by himself, as in a solo or an inchipete, the beginning of a chant. Or we can have monophony, which is uh, a bunch of people singing together, but singing the same thing. And we have two kinds of monophony. We have the absolute monophony, which is when it's just low voices singing together or high voices singing together. Or we have what's called a choral monophony, where you have high voices and low voices singing together, but they're singing the same musical line, separated by an octave. And then we have what's called homophony, which is like hymns, where we uh, all the voices are moving at the same time, but they're not singing the same parts. Now, when you have a scola of male voices only or female voices only, then they're obviously going to be, or not obviously, but they most often sing in uh, monophonically or in monophony. Okay, and that would be the absolute monophony. 
Okay, but oftentimes when we sing uh, the ordinary of a mass, we we all sing together. The congregation sings all together, so it's high voices and low voices together. This is also true for uh, many Gregorian hymns, such as the Adorote Devote or the Bene Creator Spiritus or Pangelingua. but also the Marian antiphons. The one that, of course, is the most well-known is, and is done in the time after Pentecost until Advent is the Salve Regina. Uh, during Advent, up to the Feast of the Purification, we have the Alma Redem Torres Mater, and at Easter time, we have the Regina Celi. During Lent, which is the, uh, the time that uh, I'm making this video, we sing the Ave Regina Celorum. And oftentimes uh, this is sung, of course it's, it, it's sung at the end of Compline, which is the, the end of the, uh, the prayer office of Psalms, but it's, it's also often sung either as a recessional at low mass or sometimes during the last gospel during a Latin mass. And it is most often sung in what we would call choral monophony. So all the, uh, all the treble voices, the women and the kids, and then the, the male voices, the, the lower male voices, uh, we all sing together. And so we sing that in a unison, uh, choral unison, or choral monophony. Now, for some people, that sounds a bit dry or plain. And so... Uh, my hack for trying to make the chant a little more palatable to modern ears is the organum style that I developed, which I call Organum Novi Mundi. Novi Mundi because uh, I've spent my whole life in North America, that is the New World. And I thought, why not apply the same treatment that we do for hymns to the chant? The first time I thought of this was when I was at Thomas Aquinas College and directing the choir down there, and I found a uh, setting of the Stabet Mater from the Mainz Hymnal of, I believe, I don't know the date, sometime in the 17th century. And it sounded very dirge-like, doing it at the speed of a hymn, going... Stabat dolorosa, which is not the speed the chant should be sung at, 
It should be, Stabat Mater Dolorosa, Juxta Crucem Lacrimosa. So it should be moving at that speed. So I, I asked the choir, I said, well, let's just sing it as fast as the, ch as the chant should go, even though it was in four parts. And it really seemed to come alive. And so uh, after I graduated from Thomas Aquinas College, I started writing uh, some organums. Well, I started off with one, the Adorote Devote, and it seemed to work well. So eventually I wound up doing all four uh, Marinand fonts, the first of which was the Ave Regina Celorum for Lent. And what what this does and is it kind of gives a, a certain richness that you don't get with the chant sung simply monophonically or in unison. Now, I'm not saying it's necessarily better or worse, but it's an option. So uh, it's, a, it's a way of adding a, a bit of uh, not so much luxuriousness, but adding a little more richness to the chant. Okay, so uh, the chant sung, well, I, I, I can't sing it monophonically by myself, right? That would be monody. So if I sing it monodically, not monotonously, but monodically, it would go like this. Ave Regina Celorum, Ave Domina Angelorum, Salve radic, salve porta, ex qua mundo lux estorata. Gaude virgo gloriosa, super omnes speciosa. Vale o valde decora, et pro and of course, if you were leading a congregation, uh, you'd sing it something like that. But then we can do it in uh, Organum Novi Mundi, or O-N-M. And the uh, a quartet that I'm singing with uh, recorded it uh, just before my daughter Alana went back to Thomas Aquinas College for her last semester. And so this is uh, what we were able to put together. I hope you liked that, and I hope you think it's a good hack 
uh, as a way of introducing people who were not used to listening to Gregorian chant uh, by presenting it in a way that perhaps they're a little more familiar with. Uh, it really is for modern ears. Uh, I still love hearing the chant sung monophonically, but I also like hearing it in organum too. If you have any comments, please leave them below. And until next time, I'm Mark Emerson Donnelly. God bless. <laughs>